You're listening to Warlike Art, and I'm Mark Masters. Tonight, I'm going to be discussing the drug Kratom. Now, Kratom has received a lot of press as of late. Now, some of the press has been to demonize Kratom, while many others seek to lionize Kratom. However, however, when I found out about Kratom, I was both excited and skeptical. So I went ahead and I called a friend, a friend of mine who works at a head shop, and I asked him if he knew anything about Kratom. And he did. Apparently, the head shop he works at sells Kratom. So I asked him, could you put me in touch with some of your customers? I'd just like to see how this drug is working out for them. And lucky enough, he was able to put me in touch with three Kratom users. So I went ahead and I scheduled some time to speak with these people. And we all met, sat down, and talked for about 30 minutes. Now, these individuals apparently had only been using Kratom for a very short time. But what they had to tell me was so profound that I could hardly believe it. See... These individuals, one was an alcoholic, and the other two were opiate addicts, either using heroin or prescription-strength opioids. And they claimed that Kratom allowed them to quit using both the alcohol and the opiates. Now, as I spoke to these individuals, they all seemed clear-headed, they seemed healthy, and I wouldn't have pegged them as a drug addict if I had to pick them out of a crowd. Now, after meeting with these individuals, six months had gone by, and as life does, life goes on. But after that six months, I decided to give them a call and ask if they would all meet with me to discuss their progress with Kratom. After walking through the door, what I saw were not the same three people I had seen six months prior. They looked ghastly. They had lost an incredible amount of weight. And they actually looked significantly older. And for three individuals in their 20s, using, supposedly using a harmless herb, I had to ask what it is that was going on, what was happening in their lives. And what I had found out was even though Kratom did indeed free them from their previous vices, be it alcohol or other opiates, what ended up happening based on their account was they just reincorporated the alcohol and the narcotics with the Kratom use. At first, they felt free until they reached a point where the Kratom was not doing that for them anymore. So they continued to use the Kratom, but they stacked it on top of their original use of narcotics and alcohol. But what I had seen were three lost souls. Three souls far worse off after they had begun using Kratom than they were when I had met them six months prior. However anecdotal this information is, 
merely interviewed three anonymous individuals out of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people who use Kratom. What are the odds that with these three individuals, after a period of a short six-month span of time, their lives were further tipped upside down? However, you don't have to take my word for it. After seeing these three had their lives ruined, which I had to find out for myself, and what I had found, that head shops are operating as de facto methadone clinics. And what I mean by that is, is there are individuals are lining up outside of these head shops before they open so they can pick up their daily dose of Kratom. Just as I said, don't take my word for it. See it for yourself. Speak to these people for yourself. I'm sure there's a head shop in your neighborhood no more than five or ten miles away. It's not that difficult. But I digress. I think it goes without saying that a drug that has been noted as being as potent, if not more potent, and a, more addictive than morphine would have such a would have such a devastating impact on the lives of its users. What surprised me the most were the claims that this drug is harmless. And so far as I've seen, Kratom is anything but harmless. But what's worse is that Kratom is available to teenagers, kids, children at the age of 18 can walk into a head shop and pick up a drug as powerful, as potent, and as addictive as morphine is terrifying. And the very fact that the DEA, with all due respect, is allowing this drug to remain to be sold on the open market to children is brutal. And I don't see any sense in it in their decision to keep Kratom legal. As teenagers are, they tend to experiment. So not only is Kratom available to 18-year-olds, but I'm sure those 18-year-olds have younger friends who might want to try this drug as well. So basically, picking up Kratom is as easy for a teenager to buy a pack of cigarettes. And when they listen to the news about Kratom, all they usually hear are the positive sides. However, I'd like to address that. For all intents and purposes, the Drug Enforcement Agency allowed for an open line of communication between them and the Kratom users, as well as the Kratom sellers. Now, I don't know about you, but I would assume that if you walked up to a group of drug addicts and drug dealers and proposed to them 
that, hey, if you can share your positive experience with crack cocaine and heroin, we'll go ahead and make the drugs legal. I suppose my question is, what person suffering from addiction or what drug dealer would not chime in speaking about all the positives heroin does or crack cocaine does for the body or for the community or for his grandmother's pain. It's absurd. It's ludicrous. It's insane. Yes, let's ask a drug addict if he would like to keep his drugs. I'm pretty sure we'll know what the answer is going to be. But I digress. With all that aside, I would also like to clear the air. Kratom advocates are lumping this dangerous drug in with marijuana. Now, I don't know what the LD50 is for Kratom, but I'm pretty sure that the LD50 for marijuana doesn't really exist. I don't think that you would be able to consume enough marijuana to where you would overdose and die. I just don't think it would be physically possible. However, there are cases of individuals using Kratom who have died as a result of Kratom use. However, Kratom is still flying below the radar. Most people are not looking out for Kratom. If somebody dies of a drug overdose, they may be looking for other drugs. However, I want to state the fact that Kratom and marijuana are two completely different herbs. Marijuana and Kratom is about as different to one another as marijuana is to, say, opium. So do not allow these Kratom advocates to mix up this deadly drug with cannabis. It's absurd. A perfect example of the utility of marijuana versus Kratom would be the example of my father who had been diagnosed with colon cancer in 2008 and who subsequently died two years later. My father tried to spend as little time in the hospital as he could and the only medication he took to ease his pain was cannabis. My father would eat a cannabis brownie just to get his appetite back and before he was using cannabis to help with his pain and his appetite he had not eaten much of anything for eight months, but he lost a tremendous amount of weight as a result. And the only thing that helped my father was cannabis, not morphine, not Oxycontin, not Vicodin, certainly not Kratom or Kratom. His life was profoundly improved by the use of cannabis. So needless to say, when people attempt to compare cannabis with Kratom, it pisses me off just a little bit. Although we live in the United States of America, I'm assuming most of us listening to this live within the United States. So you have the freedom of speech and you can say whatever you like. But based on my research, what I've seen, what I've experienced with both Kratom and marijuana is that not only are they not the same, but these plants are diametrically opposed to one another. Well, that's all I've got, folks. I want to thank you for listening to Warlike Art. Uh, I've been Mark Masters. And, of course, I want the folks out there listening to this who are struggling to know that you are loved.
You are honored for your strength to carry forward, and you are not alone.